So tonight we're going to be concluding our Help Me series, Help Me, I'm Angry. Question for all of you tonight, what makes you angry? What makes you angry? If you say you never get angry, you're lying, and that makes me angry. Um, I've listed some things. I feel like when I read out some of these things, we're going to reveal some secret rages in the room. Uh, maybe you get angry, your wife gets angry at you uh, when you groom your facial hair and you don't clean the sink to a certain standard. Uh, there's some people there. Um, maybe your wife gets angry when you forget to take the rubbish out. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is resonating with some people. Uh, maybe you get angry when you, a bag is missed from your online Coles or Woolies order, and it's always the good bag. It's always the good bag, you know. It's always the good bag. It's always the bag of sugar and lollies and chips that goes missing, or the meat bag so you can't cook meat, and uh, that makes me angry all the time. I asked uh, a member of our worship team this morning what makes him angry. He said, stupid people. <laughs> I then asked a different member of our worship team tonight what makes him angry. He said, stupid people. So there's a theme in the worship team. So... Uh, maybe you get angry, which we, uh, we realize Teresa gets very angry if you get cut off in traffic and has weapons stored in her car. Uh, I'm sorry, but when she pulled that out this morning, I got afraid. I was just like, I was like, I didn't even cut her off, but I don't want to make her angry. Um, maybe you get angry. Maybe you're a passionate sport person. And when your team loses or when a ref makes a bad call, uh, you get angry. You get angry. I feel nudges. I feel nudges. Um, maybe something a bit more serious. Uh, maybe you're trying to move forward financially, but every time you feel like you take a step forward, it results in two steps back. And you're angry about money and finances. Maybe you're a dad and you've worked a massive day and you get home and the kids and the wife are having meltdowns and all the chaos of home life is making you angry. Maybe you're a parent and you have a teenager who's just not listening and just keeps doing their own thing and that's making you angry. On the flip side, maybe you're a teenager and you have a parent, which is most likely you do, um, that you feel isn't listening or understanding you and that's making you withdraw and get angry. Uh, maybe you've received a, a bad work email or maybe a worker member's throwing you under the bus and that's making you feel angry. Give us a wave if you identify with any of those anger moments. You see all of us at different times, to different degrees and for different reasons we will feel the emotion of anger. And the emotion of anger, to actually feel it, is actually okay. It is a normal thing. God has given us that emotion. It didn't randomly spring up in the human nature and surprise God. It is a part, it, God has wired us this way. 
um, the motion of anger is so powerful. It can be used for good and it can be used for destruction. The emotion of anger can be a great motivator to do positive change. Maybe you got angry at a situation or something that happened. He's like, man, I'm, I'm going to change the way I'm, 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 I'm going to change that situation so I don't uh, get frustrated with that again. But on the flip side, I've seen the emotion of anger destroy and leave deep wounds in people's souls. And I believe there are, you know, the topic tonight is help me, I'm angry. But I also believe here tonight that there are people in this room and you're victims of anger. Whether it is being a period of your life where you've had to deal with someone that was angry or whether it was a, um, a regrettable moment where you got into a fight or something, it was just a moment and you either witnessed or you, it just, there was just a moment of heated anger. But it's, it's left an impression on you, it's wounded you, and you're still carrying it. And uh, in my life, I have seen some horrific things because people got angry and they acted out of that anger. I've seen things where people have been hurt and uh, there's been a lot of pain involved and I have carried that for my whole life and it has damaged my confidence. But I want to say here tonight is that if you're that person, there is hope for you. You know, God is the great healer. God is the great, uh, is a person that brings freedom. And, you know, the reason I believe that so wholeheartedly, one, is because he says it in his word. There's a scripture in Psalms 34, and it says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and He saves those with crushed spirits. The second reason I believe it with all my heart is because God has done it in my life. God set me free from those moments of anger that controlled my life. God set me free and healed those wounds so I could live a fuller, happier, and whole life. And I believe there are people here today, this is you. And I want to say God wants to move powerfully tonight for you and in your world. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26 says this. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. So we've already come to terms with how we all wrestle with the emotion of anger. But the Bible is clear. We, we, we wrestle with anger, but doesn't give us permission to sin and discourages us from sinning. And you see, this is where most people muck up. Our response to the emotion of anger is where regrettable things happen and mistakes happen, not the feeling of it. Depending on your upbringing, depending on your environment, we adopt toxic responses to the motion of anger. I'm going to list a bunch. Maybe you can nod your neighbor at this. Uh, when you're angry, you yell. When you're angry, you slam things. 
doors, fridges, the cat, slam things. <laughs> I don't really mean the cat. <laughs> we love the cat, you know. <laughs> uh, a response to anger that isn't great is you give the silent treatment or the cold shoulder. A response to anger is that isn't healthy is maybe you're a, a text and email rager and you write those long-winded texts, you know. Uh, maybe, you're a, maybe when you're angry, your way of coping with it is suppressing and ignoring it. It doesn't affect me. It hasn't bothered me. Nothing's wrong, but on the inside, you're full raging. Maybe your response to anger is slander and gossip. This per- I'm angry at this person, so I'm going to talk bad of that person to everyone else except for that person. Maybe you shut down. Maybe you just go into your own little introverted bubble and you emotionally disconnect around the ones that love you. Maybe you run to toxic things to cope with your anger and try and distract yourself with it. It's getting quiet in here. <laughs> maybe you, maybe it's, you run to alcohol, you, you get triggered and angry and you, you run to the, the, the alcohol shop. Maybe it's pornography, maybe it's video games. People use all these different types of things to kind of cope with these things, and it's a reality. Maybe when you're angry, you put holes in walls, and you break things. Maybe when you're angry, the people you love and care about most leave the house or hide in rooms and wait for you to calm down. These toxic habits are just our response to how we feel emotionally, which is anger. And I want to say tonight that these toxic habits, and I don't say this to condemn, aren't okay. And look, I have done a lot of these myself. But there is a better way. There is a better way. And with God, we can overcome those toxic behaviors to live and process our anger in such a healthy way. My first thought is this, in overcoming anger. Number one is pray. What I've loved about our series, Help Me series, whether it's stress, anxiety, disappointment, or anger, a common theme in every single one of them is the power of prayer. When we pray, things shift. And that's the same if we're battling anger. 2 Timothy 1.7 says this, For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us the power, love, and self-discipline. When I'm clothed in God, I tap into God's strength and live beyond my ability, but I'm living in God's ability. And I want to encourage you. If you're wrestling with any of the things that we've talked about in our Help Me series, but even with anger, get as much prayer as possible. As you seek God daily, pray about it. As you come to church, pray. Uh, uh, come down the front and get someone to pray about it. When you attend a small group, get your leader to pray for it. Why? Because when we pray, God shifts things powerfully. 
Second thing, a bit more practical, is write it out. If you are like me and you have all these emotions and feelings but struggle to express it uh, from time to time, one of the most powerful things you can do is stop and write out how you're feeling. Uh, for me and how anger works in my life is I often I'm all good and it bottles up, bottles up, and then it, you know, blows up. And what I have found to stop the bottling up, to stop the suppressing is writing it out, writing it out, getting those emotions and thoughts out and realizing some days, some days when I write those things out, I'm just being crazy, <laughs> And you see it and you're like, man, that's, that's how I feel on the inside. That's just nuts. I need to stop being angry right now. <laughs> Another thing to overcome anger. And this is something that has helped me so much in a practical way is come up with a game plan. Come up with a game plan. Uh, when Shekinah and I get into an argument, it does happen. I know some people are like, what? Um, we've got a rule when we fight is that when things are starting to get a little bit heated, we like to both lean into an argument. It's great. Um, <laughs> we have this rule is that either one of us can hit the pause button. And the pause button, we have to honor the pause button. And the pause button is there. It's like, you know what? This is, this is going bad. This is starting to get toxic. We just need to stop. We need to cool down and then revisit this later. That's a game plan that we've intentionally put in place. Uh, another game plan that I have in place is phone a friend. I've got two brothers that have walked this Christian journey with me for 16 years. I love them deeply. They love me deeply. And uh, they have such patience with me. But there are times where I've had to call a friend and said, this is the situation I'm in. This is how I'm feeling. And just blurt it out. And they sit, they listen, and then absorb. And for some reason, when confessing something, my anger to a friend, it loses its power. I have friends who... On their way home, they call their wives and say, they call it the weather check. They call, and as they're driving home, it's, they call their wives and say, hey, what's, what's the weather like at home? How the, you know, and what they're asking is, what's the mood at home? Are the kids going ham? Uh, how are you going? You know, all that kind of stuff. So when they, after a big day of work, when they're walking through the front door, they know exactly what to, prepare, what to expect as opposed to being blindsided, thinking it's just happy home all the time. Sometimes you just need to stop and ask some simple questions about, some simple questions when you're angry. Ask yourself this, is what I'm angry about actually true? Or is it a perception that I've played out in my head that's become bigger and bigger? So sometimes, maybe when we're hungry, maybe when we haven't had too much sleep, maybe when we need a holiday, 
we can read a message and we're like, they're angry at me and they've been really mean, but then you have some food and a nap and you reread the message. I know it's deep. I know it's, it's, but it's true, isn't it? There's been times where we've gotten angry, but it's because our perception's been off. We need to sometimes stop and go, hey, is what I'm really thinking or saying in my head that's making me so angry really true? Some people I know go for walks, runs, burn out their energy and frustration at the gym, lifting heavy weights. Some people put rules in place. This is a rule that I have. When I am angry, I will not write any text messages or emails. I've got this, I've got this little mantra that I say to myself, and it goes like this. It goes, I respond to emails. I don't react to emails. I respond to text messages. I don't react to text messages. And so sometimes I get a text message. Sometimes I get uh, an email and it annoys me. But the thing that I've learned to do is never respond to it when annoyed. Shelve it. I literally have a mental shelf where I'm like, I'm putting that on the shelf and I will revisit it later. These are all strategies that we can use to help overcome our anger. Sometimes, though, to overcome our anger, we need to take a piece of humble pie. Sometimes the things in our life that we're most frustrated about, sometimes the thing that is stirring up our anger is because of our, because of our own doing. And sometimes there are times where I've had to admit uh, I remember when we were doing our house journey and if we were going for it, it took us six years to save for our home and before we got the breakthrough there. But in the early days, it's like we would save a bit of money, then we'd lose that money, then we'd save a bit more money and then lose that money. And I'd get so angry about it. But there was a moment where I had to just swallow a bit of humble pie and say, you know, I'm actually not managing our money as well as I think I'm managing our money. And and had to learn to grow and budget more effectively and learn how to stick to the budget that we set. And as I grew in that, that's when the breakthrough happened. My last thought around anger tonight, it comes from, it's the next verse in Ephesians. It's Ephesians 4 verse 27 and it says, And do not give the devil a foothold. You know, I talk to the people that have been victims from anger. I've talked all about how, you know, all of us wrestle with it and can have toxic habits around anger. But I believe that there are some people in this room today, whether it's the past, past, or whether it's current, it doesn't matter. But your anger has been destructive. And you have this deep guilt and shame for things that you have done or maybe it's things you're currently doing and I, I just want to say this as a church we're not here to judge or condemn you 
But I wonder if tonight, tonight for you, it might be a line in the sand moment where you have the courage and humility to say, you know what, my anger is out of control and it's hurting people. And maybe tonight there'd be a moment where you say, you know what, I need to bring my anger to Jesus and go on a journey of really being set free. Come on, let's close our eyes. Thank you, Father. You know, tonight, I I believe this. If you have been a victim of anger, God wants to set you free. You know, tonight, I believe that there are people and you're... Your response to when you feel angry leads to toxic and dysfunctional habits and you know you can't break it in your own strength. And tonight you're saying, you know what, God, I need you to come. I need you to give me the strength and power to break those toxic habits of anger in my life. I believe God's going to do that in that moment for you tonight. I also believe... There are, there are people and you have, you have been succumbed to the spirit of anger. You don't want to do it, but there's just something that just always leads you there. I believe God wants to set you free from that tonight. So while every eye's closed, guys on stage, you guys can have your eyes closed too in this moment. Thank you. If you're any of those three people and you say, you know what, that resonates with me. And I want God to come. I'd just love for you to raise your hand. Awesome. Heaps of hands. Heaps of hands. Father, just keep your hands raised if that's you. Just nice and high as I pray. Just receive it. Father, I just pray for those who have been victims of anger. Lord, you, you bring great healing. And Lord, for those who are battling hurting hearts, maybe a bad moment, maybe abusive parent, maybe abusive relationship where anger has just caused so much pain. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would come right now. Lord, that your healing power would move in their heart. Lord, that you would break off fear right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for those who are in between that just have some toxic habits when they feel angry. Lord, I just pray. Lord, as your scripture says, that your spirit would come upon them, that it would strengthen them, God, that it would give them the ability to to break those habits, to to live a God-glorifying life in that particular area or whatever those triggers are. And Lord, I just pray for those in the room tonight 
that have succumbed to the devil's schemes and have done horrific things in anger. Father, thank you that you sent your son Jesus for them. You've removed shame and guilt from them, that you've washed them clean, Heavenly Father. Lord, we come against that spirit that, that drives and motivates that rage. We break its power right now in the name of Jesus. Declare your freedom, your peace right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise for that. Um, just for two, two groups of those people, if you're a victim of extreme anger and it's hurt so deeply or maybe you're someone that struggles to just manage their anger and it's really hurting the people around you, I just, I just want to encourage you, um, the more that you bring that into the light, the more God can come and heal it. And uh, our pastoral team is so amazing. Our pastors do such a great job. And if that's you and that spoke to you tonight, I just say, just pull one of our pastors aside and have a word with them. We know stacks of great Christian counselors that not only, not only will the pastor pray for you, but really give you some tools to really tackle that. But guys, I love you. Help me. I'm angry. Hopefully you're less angry. And I'm going to hand it back over to Isaac right now. Thanks, guys.